Hello, Seattle, and welcome to the Seattle Foodie Podcast. I am Nelson Lau, and I am with my co-host, Monica Beach. Monica, what's going on? Everything's going on. It's all the food, all the time, 24-7. 24-7. Monica, we have been with each other four straight days today. My imaginary <laughs> girlfriend is getting because I've been hanging out <laughs> with you way too long, way too much. Yeah, I definitely hear that. Uh, today, I had to have some quality family time because all I ever hear is, how come you're always with Nelson? <laughs> right? We did a cooking class earlier today at Lowe Studios out in Kirkland. That was pretty fun. I've never cooked Indian food before, but I had a great time. Yeah, no, I had a great time too. Um, I've cooked Indian food before unsuccessfully. Um, I do do this like one Thanksgiving tandoori turkey and I've, I've nailed that, but I've really been trying to learn more about how to combine Indian spices. So I really appreciated it. And I think um, they made it really fun and accessible for people. Yeah, it was an influencer cooking class with a bunch of other people. Shout out to Food You Crave, Appetite Diary, Mon Mon Eats, and Life of Jess. That was just a bunch of fun and cooking and chopping. And, and it was just a great time had by all. Totally. I mean, there's a little bit of burning too, but you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Burning by me. You, <laughs> yours truly, Nelson Eats. So, <laughs> it's not Nelson Cooks, it's Nelson Eats. So, Nelson Eats. You know. <laughs> no, I can cook too. But anyway, let's get on to the show. I have a restaurant that I want to tell people about, and I just went to their soft opening. It's called Noodle, and they spell it N-U-O-D-L-E. I had such a great time at Noodle out in Bellevue. It's Right now, they're currently doing their soft opening from October 15th from 11 to 9 p.m., and then they have their grand opening on 10-16, also from 11 to 9 p.m. So right now, if you go to their soft opening, it's 10% off. Noodle brings authentic Chinese Lanzhou beef noodles. So it's hand-shaven beef noodles. Mm. They're located in Bellevue off of 148th and Northeast 20th Street in the same complex as Tiger Bites, IC Food, and Swish Swish. Have you ever been to that complex before, Monica? Well, you know, I know I'm on the east side all the time, but no, I haven't <laughs> been to that complex. It sounds like there's a lot of businesses starting to come into that area. So I might have to start coming over there more as more and more businesses start uh, opening up. Yeah, it's, it kind of feels like a mini Asian town. There's a lot of good places. So we went and had dinner there. Noodle uses the freshest ingredients to create about eight different types of hand-pulled noodles mm. and small side dishes. So it really stands out that they have eight different types of hand-pulled noodles. So you can mm -hmm. choose between the standard, the wide, angel hair, and a bunch of other different ways. And there's a guy that they'll show at the window making the actual noodles. I think that's really, really unique and authentic. If you go there, you should definitely get the hand-pulled beef noodle soups. Mm -hmm. But you'll also want to try the steamed and stewed dishes as well. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend the braised pork in the crock, cooked in the crock pot the homemade steamed beef and mm -hmm. the steamed sauce, small potatoes and pork. Mm -hmm. So those are probably my three favorites that I tried out when I was at the restaurant. They have awesome. other really good choices. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you also, they have a, a noodle lunch special where you can choose a beef noodle soup, a side dish and a stewed egg for only $11.99. Mm -hmm. So that's really good deal if you go during their lunchtime and do their lunch special. Yeah, so, that sounds like a great deal. Yeah. How about you, Monica? Any restaurants you want to tell people about? 
Yeah. Um, you know, as I was saying, my family's been asking me, you've been with Nelson so with so much, when are we going to go out to eat? So we actually uh, tried out a new restaurant this week. It's called Siam Bistro and it's in North Seattle and it's been open for about four months. And I have to say when, when new restaurants open and I'm not really sure, I kind of wait a little bit um, just to hear what the buzz is and, you know, see, see how it's feeling for the neighborhood. And I heard enough to know that I wanted to go and try it. And so we took a chance and it's, it's right on Aurora Avenue. And um, that location actually used to be um, like a, like a bar for many, many years. It's across the Lowe's near 125th and Aurora. Mm -hmm. And when I went there, I was really surprised. The remodel is actually great. I mean, the interior is beautiful. Um, everything is updated. And there was uh, the owner and he was there just running around waiting tables, seating people, serving people, taking orders. He was doing it all. So when it slowed down, um, I actually had a conversation with him and, and definitely family owned, family run. So he does front of house and back there in the kitchen, his whole family is back there cooking and just told sort of the story of, you know, them struggling a little bit um, to get the business up and running, getting more people to, to work and, and to come in to eat. And so I tried out the food and I was really impressed. Now, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in Thai food because I'm really not, but <laughs> I, I am an expert in what I like to eat eat <laughs> so so basically you know flavors need to be well balanced and need to have some punch i mean there's there's all these rules food rules that i have um so we tried a bunch of different dishes from the pud cu to some of the, like the garlic beef um to an appetizer tower and i have to say everything was well done i mean of course you know we expect things you know in thai restaurants to be freshly cooked and you could hear the walk back there uh, but when the food came out there was like some really smoky char to the to the pud cu everything was just well done. I mean, again, like my entire family enjoyed it. And that's really the test for me. I mean, if you get the three of us actually agreeing that the food at a place is good, including a really picky 13 year old, then, yeah. then it's win for sure. What was your favorite dish at, during that dinner when you went there? Uh, my favorite dish was uh, the putsiu with the, uh, I get it with uh, fried tofu. There's something about like having the tofu and, and if they grill it on the grill, you get that, that smokiness. I really like smokiness and some of like oh. the street food, grilled street food. That sounds really delicious. That's two good Thai places now because there's Pop Pop Thai up yes. there in North Seattle as well. Yeah. And I love Pop Pop. And actually, when we were um, at the cooking class, I was talking to Appetite Diary. And before Pop Pop, there used to be a bubble tea place in that location. Everybody just thought it was bubble tea. But those of us who lived in the neighborhood knew that they actually serve really awesome Indonesian food. And so I was kind of disappointed when Pop Pop showed up because the Indonesian food from the other place was so great. And, you know, but of course, as we know, Pop Pop does excellent, excellent work and just kills it every time. Yeah. Indonesian food and bubble tea that's yeah. an interesting combination it was, it was. really interesting okay yeah. all right well let's get on to the events we have about five to talk about and you want to go ahead and start it off monica yeah, the first event uh, I have to talk about is called Umami, and it's a night of hot ramen and hot music. That's going to be on October 18th from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. So, uh, Nelson, are you a late night person? It's another Red Bull night. It's another, yeah. another six-pack <laughs> of Red Bull for me. You That's know right. It. That's right, because you, the last time you were at East Trading Company, you were also going to a pop-up, is that right? Yeah, that was the Musang Seattle Kanji pop-up, right. so... 
Yeah. So Noodle Gang in Qingdao has teamed up with East Trading Company in Capitol Hill to host Seattle's first ever hot ramen challenge. Uh, the night will feature house-made spicy ramen with a lot of kick, DJ sets, and the first 100 people through the door will receive a free Noodle Gang Seattle enamel pin. The event is free and a dollar from every Qingdao beer sold will go to Seattle's Union Gospel Mission. So that's a great cause local in Seattle, helping a lot of people struggling with homelessness and being underhoused. Yes. Singtao beer. Have you ever had Singtao beer before, Monica? Yeah, I'm not much of a beer drinker, but uh, I've put away enough of those <laughs> over the years. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little biased because it's a Chinese beer, but Singtao yes. is my favorite beer. It is the light beer of, of China. So uh-huh. I really like drinking it. It's it's really good. It's crisp. And if you order that night at hot at the Hot Ramen Challenge, like you said, a dollar goes to the Seattle Union Gospel Mission. I think it's for a great cause. And mm-hmm. I'll be there. And I really want that enamel pin. So I'm going to have to rush up there and get it. It's going to be the, one of the first hundred people. So again, line starts behind Nelson again. <laughs> yes, lines, lines. You don't like lines, but I, I, I will brave the lines for a damn pin. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> All right, and, Nelson. And ramen, and ramen. I am anything any whenever seattle is doing something ramen or ramen special i am Mm -hmm. all about the nudes so send send the nudes send the nudes to me (laughs) all right nelson wants the pin and then the nudes in that order that is correct okay in first then nude second okay Okay, great so uh, (laughs) nelson what events have you heard about okay so this coming monday little big burger if you live in Portland or you've been down to Portland, you probably know about this place already. Little Big Burger is this awesome burger joint. It's not a Shake Shack, but it's it's another burger place that you guys got to check out. On Monday, they're doing free burger day. So as a grand opening special, the newly opened Little Big Burger in Wallingford is serving free burgers from opening until they run out. Get there, probably go during lunch would be the best time. Little Big Burger originated in Portland in 2010. Mm-hmm. And it has a simple menu that serves gourmet burgers in a fast casual environment. Mm-hmm. The place literally has about six items on the menu, including a veggie burger. So I believe it's a vegan burger. So if for all you vegans and veggie eaters out there or vegetarians, <laughs> go out there and check that out because I hear the, the veggie burger is really good. The place offers high quality cooked to order burgers and you got to get the truffle fries. Make sure you get those truffle fries when you go to Little Big Burger. And also root beer floats. Hmm. Uh, They focus on quality of the food. They don't want to inundate you with a bunch of different options to choose from. You can modify and customize your burgers with different cheeses. And if you want to add bacon or not. But that's basically it. I mean, most of the burgers are about a quarter pound. They're really big size balled up burgers. And they also include like lettuce and tomatoes and their basic Hmm. fixings. But it's all high quality ingredients. Mm-hmm. that's something you'll want to do and check out so, so i've never been there what, what are the prices like is it pretty reasonable for what you get they are very very reasonable i think i was looking at the instagram posts and they're about they range from about five dollars to up no more than like eight dollars for a burger mm-hmm. wow so it's a fairly big it's a fairly cheap cheap burger but it, it's really high quality though Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, I wish I could go, but uh, I got to go to work. So I got to do that work thing. 
<laughs> it's all about that work thing. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. They're, they're going to be there and serving free burgers for the whole night, too, as well. So you can also make it if you're out for, after work. All right, Monica, your turn. All right. Next event is Brunswick Musang. It's a celebration of Filipino American History Month, and that's going to be on Sunday, October 21st from 10.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at Bar del Corso. And so let's see. We already know about Musang. So Chef Melissa Miranda is at it again with a monthly pop-up, but this time it's honoring our families and their stories of perseverance. So I don't know if we've ever really talked about this, Nelson, but I'm actually Filipina on my mom's side. And so I always gravitate towards that pull, those stories of perseverance in terms of like families coming over. Um, the menu hasn't been posted yet, but since our listeners have heard us talk about Melissa before and talk about Musang before, um, I think that we can expect something pretty exciting and innovative. Uh, tickets are available on Eventbrite for $40, and there's going to be multiple seating, so it's not like everybody gets seated at 1030. It's going to be tapered throughout the day. I was looking at stories the other week from her past event, mm -hmm. and the menu that she cooked up looked so unique and amazing i kind of regret not going to that last event so i might want to try to get into this one and check it out no for sure and as you know i actually haven't gotten to try out her food yet because i keep missing the pop-ups for a variety of reasons so it's definitely on my list to check out as well we'll just have to see if scheduling works out yes and i did i do know you're from hawaii and i had a guess that you were there was some filipino heritage from you <laughs> But, <laughs> but now it's confirmed, and now confirmed. I know. <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. Think, Usually yeah. people can tell because of my nose. The nose is really what triggers um, people just coming up to me and going, are you Filipina? And so that nice. happens frequently. Nice. Hashtag things I learn about Monica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right. Nelson. What else we got on our calendar? Okay. Are you ready? Wink Donuts. Have you ever had Wink Donuts before, Monica? Yeah, actually, I think the last time I did, I might have been with you in Emerald City Eater, um, sort of actually near Mr. West. Yeah. So Wink Donuts is having an autumn coffee and donuts pop-up shop on Saturday, October 20th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. or until they're sold out. And they are at, drumroll please, Mr. West <laughs> Cafe Bar. Have you ever been to Mr. West Cafe Bar? I have. What's not to love about beautifully crafted coffees and avocado toast? Yes, avocado toast. If you do anything, get those off. Get that avocado <laughs> toast. I also love their Greek yogurt too, as well. Mm, so yummy. Definitely recommend the Greek yogurt. But Wink Donuts has teamed up with Mr. West Cafe and also Camber Coffee to do an autumn coffee and donuts pop up on Saturday. Moretta de la Cruz, who's the face of Wink Donuts and all baker extraordinaire has formed this startup to create vegan gluten-free plant-based donuts mm. so the pop-up will feature their two new autumn seasonal flavors the first one is their ode to autumn which is their matcha chai mm. and the second is their camber coffee in addition to that they'll also have four of their other popular flavors i've had these before the marjorie which is their ube coconut the delia which is their calamansi and the Raspberry Beret, which is their signature with the Wink symbol on there, and the Nom Nom Nibs. In addition to that, Wink Donuts also joined with local Seattle illustrator Kathy Wu and Le Foodie Co. to produce two awesome creations. The first 
is their collaboration sticker pack, which Kathy Wu formed, and they'll be available at the pop-up. And there will also be limited edition Lefruity Co. Wink Donuts t-shirts too as well. Have you we have seen the t- list- I have not seen the t-shirt yet. Okay. And I think they're probably going to make their first appearance at the pop-up. Oh, wow. So yeah. exciting. It's really cool. Mr. West Cafe will also be serving their delicious brunch. So after you get some donuts, get some avocado toast. And then also Camber Coffee will also be hosting a coffee cupping at 10 a.m. too as well. Lots of events during that pop-up. All right. Do you have one more thing for us to talk about? I have one more thing for us to talk about. It is Seattle Restaurant Week, SRW. And it runs from October 21st to November 8th. And so between those dates, Sunday through Thursday only, over 165 restaurants We'll be serving up three course dinners for $33 and a lot of restaurants will be offering a two course lunch for $18. I'm going to take a pause right here. Now, Nelson, last yes. time restaurant week was on, how many, <laughs> how many restaurants did you hit up? I know it felt like from your stories and your posts, it felt like every day you were doing lunch and dinner for restaurant week. I've lost count. I know I did. Okay. So I did wild ginger for lunch. And then I also did Palmerall for dinner. And I highly recommend the Palmerall if you're ever going to do that one. I also did Lark with some friends on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think two restaurant weeks ago, I also did Girin. And also, I forgot, is this, oh, shoot. I can't remember what it was. What's I can't that? remember okay. either because there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> there's so, they were, they were so many. It was... I can't remember off the top of my head. It was no worries. <laughs> no worries. I just remember like at that time we hadn't really been hanging out a lot. We, I mean, we would see each other, but we weren't seeing each other all the time. But every time I turned around, like every day I was like, Oh my gosh, Nelson's here. He's here. And you were like trying to hit up all these restaurants and between Sunday through Thursday, like that's a pretty <laughs> limited time. Right. <laughs> yes. I was, do you want to know the other places I've been to at other Seattle restaurant weeks? I can, I can name out those ones too, as well. Call them out. You want to name all? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's call it. Let's, let's call them out. Tilt. All right. You guys got to do tilt. If you've ever, if you've never done it, if you are a novice to Seattle restaurant week, mm-hmm. go out and do tilt. It's a great experience out. And then after that, even though you had a dessert at tilt, go to, to go to Seattle pops and get a popsicle as well. <laughs> do that. <laughs> And then the last, the last one, the sushi place. I'm looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. It is Sushi Capo Tamura. Oh, East yeah. Lake. I remember that one. Lots of people were having fantastic experiences there. Yeah. My, my, my foodie friend, Tor601, she loves that place. I love that place. I think they do really good sushi. The, they have a lunch special and they have a dinner special. Mm-hmm. So dinner special you, you can order the same sushi combo, but you get a little bit more in the dinner special just to let you know for $33. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. How about you? What about you, Monica? Seattle Restaurant Week for you. Where have you gone? You know, it's been a while since I've been to Seattle Restaurant Week. I mean, I'm trying. It feels like it was a really long time ago. Like, I used to always feel like Seattle Restaurant Week was happening all the time. Now it feels like a really long time ago. Um, I think, like you, I've been to get in. Uh, down in Pioneer Square. Um, let's see, I go to some places in Belltown. So I think I went to Barolo before. Yeah. Last time. Yeah. And then I'm um, trying to think. I think Edda's is one that I've been to. In yep, the I've been to Edda's too year. for lunch. Yeah. So 
So Edda's had that uh, beautiful salmon last year. I don't know if you remember yeah. how the asparagus and, and the mushrooms are just beautiful. Yeah, and I yeah. got that too last year. And I post it's somewhere on my it's one of my posts. If you scroll back in my post on mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, I really had a great time. It's Tom Douglas restaurants. I, I love I like Tom Douglas restaurants. They're they're good. And whenever they have Seattle Restaurant Week, I, I always want to check it out, especially like mm-hmm. either Dahlia's Lounge or mm-hmm. Edda's or Lola or any of the other Tom Douglas restaurants in mm-hmm. Seattle. I, I'll always want to go and try it out. Oh, absolutely. I'm a I'm a Tom Douglas fan too. I think between how the kitchens run and and the quality of the product that you get, I mean it's I, I love it. And Dahlia is actually one of my favorite restaurants to take my family. We don't go there very often because it it is a pretty hefty bill for when you take a lot of people but um i can tell you like everything i've had there has been fantastic whether it's been for brunch on sundays or dinners on you know in the evenings it's, it's always been on point yeah my, my yeah I've, i still remember one of my fondest memories when i was younger is my dad brings back this coconut cream pie that coconut cream <laughs> pie from tom douglas is like you have to try this and i'm like it's 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 so good it's like this famous coconut cream pie and I'm like what are you talking about dad I'm just like <laughs> but then when I took a bite I was like oh my god this is amazing this is so good and people always talk about it's like oh my god Tom Douglas is like he's so overrated yada 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 I was like no you have to go to the restaurants because they mm-hmm. change up things they have unique stuff on their menu I was just at Cantina Lena this week and getting some happy hour nachos the Cadillac mm-hmm. nachos and they were featured on the best thing I ever ate on the Food Network and Cooking Channel. So awesome. they must be doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they must be doing something right for sure. Okay, so uh, if y'all are interested in Seattle Restaurant Week, uh, you want to head to their website. And it's SRW for Seattle Restaurant Week dot SeattleTimes.com. And what I love is that you can either sort them by lists according to whether you want to eat uh, lunch or dinner or by neighborhood. And um, the filtering is really good. In fact, um, I went to visit the site today. And I have to say the interactive map has has improved over the years. And so it's much, much better now in terms of zeroing in on, on where you are. And the restaurants expand to the greater Seattle area and the east side as well. So Nelson, there'll be places for you to go in Seattle and on the east side. Yes, I really appreciate that because they're expanding their east side restaurants and there's a lot more than it used to be in the past. And mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate that. And I don't have to drive across the bridge every time. For sure. And I think they have places as far as Woodenville, right? Mm-hmm. Woodenville, uh, there's a couple good places in Bothell too as well. You mm-hmm. just do a search there and you'll find it. All right. That wraps it up for events. What else we got for today, Nelson? Well, we've got a guest coming up. I believe you interviewed him. So why don't you go ahead and introduce your guest? All right. So if any of you have spent any time looking at my Instagram feed during the summers, you'll absolutely know exactly what I'm talking about. Today's interview is for Mangosteen. And Mangosteen is is a company that's been on the streets for two seasons now. And if you look on my feed, it's all summer Mangosteen pretty much every week, all the time. Um, So let's find out more about Mangosteen, what they're all about. Okay, good morning everyone. I'm here today with Tai Ha, the owner and executive chef of Mangosteen. Um, if you've ever seen Mangosteen, they're currently on the streets of uh, South Lake Union, Fremont, uh, special events in Chinatown, and also like concerts and all kinds of other stuff. Um, I'm totally in love with their food, and we'll get to that later. But first, I'm going to hand it over to Tai, and Tai, 
Um, how did Mangosteen get started? Um, Mangosteen got started because it was a vision of mine two years ago. Um, as I was vacationing in San Francisco with some of my buddies, uh, two of my best friends, um, we decided to leave the corporate world and I worked for different restaurants, different places, server um, around town and then I just had the vision of always opening up my own business mm -hmm. and being my own boss yeah. and controlling my own destiny because right before going on that vacation, my boss wouldn't allow me to go. Oh. So okay. what I said was, okay, okay <laughs> I believe, yeah, because I didn't want to miss out on the trip. Um, and so I always had this vision. I. Um, wanted to open a chicken shop um, so because I had I'm a chicken fanatic especially for chicken wings yeah um, so I tried all different types of chicken wings and never could have had that one where it was that perfect bite with yeah. that crunch and the sauce and everything yeah um, so making that, me hungry yeah so that, <laughs> that was my original big picture idea of doing that it took me over a year and a half to really nail down and played around with it yeah um, to really figure out what it was was that was missing from that chicken mm -hmm. wing. Um, because like buffalo wild wings, different things, they do the naked style, but yeah. then when you bring it home, it was never crunchy or yeah. it was never the same yeah. as if you ate it there. For sure. Um, so my buddies and I, we were just like, okay, well, let's just try and pop up. And let's, we were in San Francisco and saw lots of different pop-ups mm -hmm. um, at different restaurant spaces. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, why don't we try to bring that idea to Seattle mm -hmm. and try to work with that idea? Um, and so when we got back, we just did a bunch of research mm -hmm. and saw that the farmer's market is a great way for people to kind of start out yeah. and kind of to get their name out there and to get people to try because there's a lot of... Um, locals that come out to the farmers market to find stuff and mm -hmm. for us it was also awesome because then we can see what local products were in season to yeah. use in our sauces and different things totally. and also to just bring back to that community vibe and just support one another yeah so. yeah no and I I actually have been coming to see you guys since day one I mm -hmm. remember that day really clearly because I was working at my square job um, that Saturday which is kind of weird in the central district and I had heard there was going to be this new business in South Lake mm -hmm. Union um, that was going to have chicken wings and I, I also am a lover of chicken wings uh, and I'm always looking for a good one I'm just like oh, okay well chicken wings we'll go see what they got I mean you know how are they fried chicken wings in the market like what's yeah. that gonna be like and I remember it was, it was pretty life-changing that day um, and we'll get to like why that is. Awesome. I mean, you talked a little bit about um, sort of your research behind wings and what that meant and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about like what people's favorites are but my absolute favorite and you know this because I come like at least once a week yes. is the mango sting <laughs> wings um, so very special and um, since last year and every chance in between like I try to see you guys once a week and except this year you guys have been taking off out of town which is super mm -hmm. stressful for me so sometimes it's two to three weeks before I get some chicken yeah, uh -huh. um, but hopefully someday that'll change yes. um, so aside from like what my favorites are um, what do your fans love? Our fans love um, any of our three signature sauces. Mm -hmm. um, those are our top sellers. It's going to be the honey garlic teriyaki. Yeah. The mango scene is our signature yes. signature. That's like the OG of everything. <laughs> Everybody yes. loves that one. Everybody if you like Thai one. chili or something mm -hmm. very umami, it's just mm -hmm. a flavor bomb. And then the KFC, which is like a Korean Korea pepper paste yeah. with um, gookenjang, honey, and garlic. Um, so those are our top three that never really change. We always have we have like a variety of different sauces that we just try to introduce one every week or so. Yeah. Um, I 
have a little specials just so it can just change it. So yeah. you might want some kind of variety in your life, but we always want to stick to our main three that everybody just loves so then everybody gets something that they always look forward to, just like yourself with yeah. the mango sweet one. For sure. I so. mean, I think one of the things that gets me excited is as someone who eats food and particularly street food a lot, I get really bored with standard menus. And so what I know is like you're always going to have my favorites, mm -hmm. but when I come by, like there might be something a little bit different, like a different menu item. Like I remember the first time I saw that you guys had egg rolls, I'm all egg rolls, and I'm all, oh, they're really good egg rolls, wait, wait a minute, you know, or else like the signature drinks. Like mm -hmm. I think a lot of street vendors go wrong by not having um, a signature drink, especially that, during the summer where people are hot and you don't want to drink soda. It's so sugary, exactly. not great for you. You want some fresh squeezed juice, which again, like that's something that you guys do mm -hmm. that not everybody does. Like we're not getting lemonade out of a can. Like literally I see you squeezing lemons mm -hmm. um, all day long mm -hmm. when I kind of see you, right? Yeah. So like that's the one thing we pride ourselves on is just being with the season and mm -hmm showcasing some exotic and local stuff yeah. and sometimes that's where we dab into the more exotic stuff because a lot of people's palate here haven't been exposed to yeah. that um, so we want to bring what I grew up and what my family grew up eating and drinking um, in which to put a new spin on it so then people can um, try try that type of thing so like we did dragon fruit we did lychee, mm -hmm. rambutan logans, mm -hmm. all different types of things. Um, I know that sometimes it takes um, people who want to be adventurous yeah. or foodies um, who would want to be, oh, I want to try that. Um, so that's why summertime is the great time because that's when all the exotic foods and different things are in season. For sure. Um, so that's where we spend that extra time for that quality product. Yeah, yeah and so, I love it. I yeah, love all of it. We always try to source out the best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so farmer's market season is coming to an end, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, sometimes for businesses, they do different things. So what's in store for Mango State in the next year? Like, so, what are we going to see? In the next year here, we have a couple weddings lined up uh, for the winter time. Uh, we are also debating on going um, across uh, state lines. Oh, wow. So we're probably going to either like a California, Arizona, wow. or maybe a Texas. Wow, uh, that's big. Uh, yeah, because um, we have friends that um, run different businesses around there, um, and they've been telling us to kind of partner with them or yeah. come down and pop up with them. Um, and then basically that's what we're kind of playing around with that mm -hmm. idea. Or we might be saying we're going to go take a research trip. Awesome. Um, so what that research trip is, is just... Yeah, I do like, a lot of research. Yeah, <laughs> taking about three months off during the winter time, and we're thinking of doing an Asia tour awesome. and just basically seeing yeah. all the different techniques and different things that they're yeah. doing over there and trying to bring some of that idea back to Seattle. Yeah. So, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so this is Seattle Foodie Podcast, so one of the things we always ask people is, what are you eating? Um, what am I eating? My personal obsession right now is with the Japanese barbecue. Oh. Uh, Japanese barbecue is very hard to find here in yes. Seattle. Um, or like even skewers or like yeah. a yaki, uh, yakiniku. Yes. Um, so basically, my favorite right now is gyu in yes. um, Bellevue yeah. or Ishoni. So yeah. if you can get a table at Ishoni, yeah. you should definitely that's go try it. that. That <laughs> is, yeah, that is cool. they only have about six tables in yeah. there. And you always should um, try because they use real coal that gives it that taste, yes. and then use sure. premium quality meat. That's right. So yeah. top grade. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's very exciting. They also have some of the adventures cut, like you know, 
um, beef tongues, different things like that, and yeah, that's one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah. So. yeah, so we have a couple more minutes, so before we get to our last question, is there anything that you want our listeners to know about Mangosteen or about you? Well, um, Mangosteen is trying to um, expand, mm-hmm. so we're always looking for employees, different things that yeah. they want to come out and help out. Um, we're always hiring okay. um, right now, cause, so we're trying to be able to run the markets open a brick and mortar or a mm-hmm. food truck or something along yeah. those lines and then be at all the Live Nation concerts. So yeah. we'll be at White River and awesome. The Gorge all of 2019 for every single one of oh their shows. Gosh. So, so we'll be, be no, pretty busy. No, ch- no Megasteen wins for me the whole summer next year. That's <laughs> no, not good news. No, that's why we're trying yeah, to bring it. Yeah, okay, we're trying to expand to that point. No, that's why we want to keep our loyal so both friends. and. Yes. Both and. Okay, both see, and. That makes me feel better. Yeah. We, we, have, we have a whole season to try and figure out how that's going to yes. happen, right? Yes. If not, you might have to give me the recipe. I might have to cook myself. But I'm too lazy, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave it to the professionals. Yes, leave it to the professionals. Okay, so last thing is how do our listeners find you like where can they find you on social media um, they, can, handles? they can find us on mango scene 206 mm-hmm. um, on Instagram mm-hmm. um, we're very active on Instagram mm-hmm. because that's where most of our followers and mm-hmm. foodie friends are and yep. plus we can post pictures and different yep. things like that they can also find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter but mm-hmm. um, those are a little bit more um, unactive I would say we mm-hmm. try to be active on there but um, we're still totally. trying to find somebody to really manage that for us. Yeah, social media is really hard, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people don't realize that, that usually there's one platform that businesses are really focused on, unless they have somebody who's doing it for them professionally. Yeah, exactly. um, and they're going to go with the ones where they have the most, most following, connection. Yeah. Right? where the mm-hmm. most in- impressions and the most reach, and so we totally mm-hmm. get that. Um, you know, I have been heard, hearing that sometimes people have been trying to look for you and can't find you. Um, what uh, Do you post your schedule on yes, your website? we do have our yeah. schedule on our that's website. that's pretty accurate, yeah. yeah. It's okay. always up to date on our website. You can cool. find every single one on there. Yeah, that's what I always tell people. I'm just like, if you want to know where they are, just go and check the website because that's always accurate. Exactly. Um, and that's important for people mm-hmm. to know with street vendors because, um, you know, there's nothing worse than people going to look for you and can't find you. And that's not your fault. Mm-hmm. They just don't know where to look, right? Exactly. So once they know where to look, we're good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Ty, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Um, I really had a great time. Looking forward to Wings this weekend, maybe. Yes. Um, and uh, <laughs> thanks so much and uh, looking forward to everything Mangostein has in the well, future. Thank you for having me here, Monica. It was a pleasure. All right, thanks. And that was our interview with Chef Ty from Mangostein. Public service announcement. Guys, listeners, gals, if you have not tried their Vietnamese chicken wings you in their fish sauce, you have to go try it. It is one of the best things I had all summer. And Monica turned me to this. I can't stop thinking about them. And I get mad when they're not at the SLU market. And I text Monica and I'm saying, like, they're not here. Why are they? Because I wanted some fish sauce wings. <laughs> so... Guys, you gotta get, you gotta check it out. Follow them on Instagram so they so you know where their next location's at. Yeah, and just so y'all know, Nelson's not lying. He has absolutely texted me before asking me where they are. Yeah, I'm just like, I see everyone else, but where's Megastine? I'm just like, <laughs> I don't see them. Yeah, and so now becomes a season where we have to wait until springtime again till they pop up. And boy, <sighs> I'm thinking about it all the time. I hate seasons. I hate seasons. I should just <laughs> just cut out fall and winter, 
get rid of that pumpkin spice stuff. Get rid of all that pumpkin spice <laughs> lattes and just go directly to spring and summer and we'll be we'll call it good. We'll call it good. For sure. For sure. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the end of our show. Thank you for listening. Monica, where can you find us on social media? Our listeners can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Seattle Foodie Podcast and on Twitter at Seattle Food Pod. Awesome. You can also listen to us on other different platforms such as Google, iTunes, as well as TuneIn and Spotify. So you just don't have to listen on Anchor. If you have those apps, you can also listen to our podcast as well. In the meantime, we're going to go ahead and eat some more and happy eating, Seattle. 